0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Most people, if they are deciding to head off to Brisbane, will be jumping in the car, filling up with fuel and heading down the highway. But Matt Britton and his team are doing it on foot and at 3am tomorrow morning, they'll be heading off for a 200 and... 50-odd kilometer run to raise money as part of the program trail to triumph Mm -hmm. matt thanks very much for joining me on the master review
1: thank you thanks for having me
0: no worries at all can you tell us a little bit about a, why you won't just jump in the car and drive down in Brisbane? It's a, a bit quicker. Yep. Um, why are you doing this?
1: Um, well, I, I don't like driving. Yep. I fall asleep too easy. Is that right? Okay, yeah. that's a good start. Yeah, we get someone else to drive out here. Yeah, lovely.
0: Um, so basically, my
1: my father died of mesothelioma in in March two thousand and fourteen, um, and he was you know he was he was a hero to me and and always will be, um, but also to a lot of other people through through junior soccer and, and trades and things like that. So. Um, I I couldn't let his name die, so I needed to to do something, and and I promised him two weeks before he died that I'd do something big. I didn't know what it would be, but... um, So I started a run from... uh, We first ran from Makai to Moranbah, 250 kilometres, over two and a half days. Um, Then when we got there, we realised we had to drive home. Everyone was tired, so we came back the other way the next year. Right. Uh, And so now, six years we've, we've been doing this run, um, we've raised about two hundred thousand um, dollars for asbestos awareness, and now for the Lung Foundation, we uh, so hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the Bernie Banton Foundation, yep. um, who who did in their time some amazing work, um, and and now we we've raised about fifty thousand dollars for the Lung Foundation, um, who, who are a huge help to us, um, and we want we want to build a lung truck. Um, we want to we want to send a, a truck around around the areas especially you know areas like this and, and mining regions as well uh and and get people tested for, for lung diseases and dust diseases you know your uh, mesothelioma asbestosis silicosis black lung those kind of things but any, anything lung related that um it, it doesn't um it doesn't have a big profile and, and and we need to we need to make people aware of, of the dangers of not just asbestos, but all, but all dust that we, that we breathe in.
0: So, we'll, we'll get into how your dad contract, contracted uh, this yep. uh, uh, disease um, in a minute, but the, the lung truck, what sort of money are you looking at uh, to row? How much is that gonna cost? And uh, how important is it, is it for us to be, I guess, making sure that we are seeing what we're breathing in?
1: Um, you won't see what you breathe in yep. because it's because it's too small. Um, you know, if you if you see the dust in the air, um, yes, you're going to breathe that in. But it's a really fine things that, that get in, and and we, and we don't know. And with, with asbestos, it can be 25, 40 years later that it that it hits you, and, and you start feeling those symptoms. And once you get diagnosed with something like mesothelioma, you you really um, you don't have a lot of time. There's there's a few people who. who have lived a little bit longer, but most die pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, um, and and the, so the lung truck, the lung truck like, yeah, so, so what will that do? Uh, look, we are out in the regions, yeah. and, and, and that's I guess what you want it to go around to, the regions, How, what will that do for people to, to is it a testing? Yes, you so know, it's, get it's
1: testing and it gives you, it gives you contact with a specialist as well, if, if something does come up as a positive test. So it gives you, it gives you an answer. Um, And and, and it tells you what what you're suffering, but it makes you, uh, it gives you contact with somebody who can say, okay, this is the direction we have to go now.
0: Yep. So then I guess they can talk to your general GP and and create a plan moving forward on on how to deal with whatever that positive outcome is. Yeah, they'll
1: get you in touch with the specialist who, you know, it's, um, the GPs are very good with referrals to um, to specialists and and, um, they're the type of people we need to speak to. And, and get a process happening um, with this kind of illness. It's a process of how do we, how do we make your life better or how do we uh, improve your, your quality of life? Um, hopefully one day there's a cure for it yep. at, at this stage there's not. Um, so' that's, that's a whole other avenue is research. yeah the, tr- the truck um, you're looking at you know a million two million dollars for right. a truck. Um, it's, it's a lot of money depending on which way you go, how you build the thing. Um, The Heart of Australia, uh, Dr Gomes in Ipswich. Yes. um, Absolutely amazing person. Um, So he has a number of heart trucks and he started putting some lung testing systems on there as well. Yep. Um, So what we look at is, um, you know, I've always wanted to build this lung truck. Yes. Um, Is it better to, to, to fund our money towards the lung systems on the Heart of Australia? But I don't know maybe it is and maybe maybe that's a discussion we have to have um, at this stage we're really pushing to to have our to have our name and the lung foundation of Australia's name out there um, as as well as the heart of Australia and yep. then really really give people something that can help them you, you don't have that here you, no we you've don't got, you've got your 250 kilometer drive yeah. to, to see a doctor um, or to get that good testing yep. and we want to make it available for these kind of areas.
0: Do you think government needs to stand up, state and federal?
1: Yes, absolutely. I I, I will say I I touched base with um, the member for Jordan, Cherise Mullen, Yep. um, and I've had nothing but absolutely fantastic feedback from her and information and she's been really good in just saying what do you need, how can I help you, what questions do you need answered. And she gets back to me straight away and she's she's really doing a good job and, yep. and she's helping us a lot so um you know thumbs up there it's uh it's it's very easy to uh to bang on about either side of government yep. we can find negatives everywhere but um you know i, I can only speak positive about about charise so. excellent
0: great stuff let's have a quick chat about your dad yes and and how he contracted um mesoth- mesothelioma
1: yeah um, so dad was a teenager. Yep. Um, in Birmingham in England. Right. Um, so the colours are claret and blue. Yep. Uh, Aston Villa, that's our club. Right. Lovely. Seven two against Liverpool. <laughs> yep. uh, um, so dad was a teenager. He was an apprentice pipe lagger. So he would he would stir the asbestos and then paint it on the pipes. And, right. Um, I don't actually think he was there for very long. Yep. Um, and then they moved to Australia uh, with the family when he was seventeen and um he started experiencing symptoms in i believe it was december 2012 right around the time of my uh mom and dad's wedding anniversary yep um and then uh, got some pretty quick answers and uh he always he was a very positive man and yep. he was he was the one who was going to beat mesothelioma and it uh it doesn't happen that easily so um, what's it
0: what's it do to the lungs
1: yeah, so it sits around the, around the outside of the lungs in the mesothelial layer um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a cancer that actually eats out. So it, it eats everything around it. Okay. So when he had a, a procedure and uh, I think it's called a pleuroneuronectomy or something, I, I think. Um, so he had his lung removed, he had his, um, some of his diaphragm removed, he had ribs removed. So for you know that was um, just just around his birthday in 2013. Yep. Um, so he walked around with half a chest for the rest of rest of his life and, yep. and, and, and in the wheelchair, and um, but still thought he would beat it. Um, right. So re- refused to retire from work.
0: Yep. So and what was his job?
1: Um, so he was he was a manager of a company in Mackay called uh, John Shepherd Industrial Services. Yep. Um, another incredible human. Just looked after my dad until the day he died and, right. and still still touches base, still sponsors our, our run. Um, just just one of those people who are so generous and, and such you know beautiful humans that you know you, you you just want to keep in touch with these people forever, you know.
0: How long after your dad was diagnosed did he finally succumb to this? So he, disease. Yeah, so he
1: died, I think it was 15 or 16 months, so he died March 23, 2014. Yep. Um, in Australia Day uh, 2014, he was named Mackay Australian of the Year, or Citizen of the Year, yep. sorry. Um, and he was in a wheelchair at the time and uh, refused help to walk up to the stage and climb the stairs and make his speech. Um, such a proud man that he is. Um, so, yeah, some some teary moments I, that I, day. I, I bet there was. Um, yeah, so yeah i think i think you get the general idea of you know how how positive and how important he was to, to a lot of people yep. and you know most of these people never met him and and you know we, we've had two people flew in from america last year to run next
0: year and so of course covid's really hit hard this year yep. and and like you said you usually do run this up in uh, moorembar uh, mackay yep. area Yep. so this year uh staying a little bit closer to home yes um and, and starting here in the beautiful south Burnett from the nango showgrounds which is where we're uh, standing here today was the idea of the run had did that come from the strength you saw of your dad standing up without help from the wheelchair going if uh, he can do that I'm sure i can go for a bit of a trot down the road
1: yeah so dad actually got me into running we what? used to run often through the bush in moorembar and we would drive two or three times a week to Mackay for soccer training. Yep. Um, and so I felt like a, a good journey would be to run him home, back to Moranbah. So that mum and dad moved to Mackay and, and lived there for a number of years. And so I wanted to do something that had some meaning And running through the bush, through the pipeline road, past the coal mines where um, my dad, my, myself, and my sister both wor- all worked. Um, it just had all really good meanings for me. Yep um so yeah so we we decided to do that um and just just kind of give something back to the area uh, he, he was a, he was a great man and yeah. it's uh um you know it's it's a testament to him that people come out and kind of go i don't i don't know who your dad is but i want to know more about him
0: why do they why do they come along why is it is it that story is it the story of your dad and and, and it's, it's, he's like a superhero to you. The way I see in your face, you talk, and every yeah. time you talk about him, you smile, your eyes light up, or you um, cry, and <laughs> there's, a, there's a, it's a fine line right there. Yeah. Is, is that the story they want? Is that why they're coming along with you? How many you got running this We've year? We've
1: got 10 full-time runners. Yeah. We've got five part-time runners. We have five on the bike. We have five who massage. We have a uh, fantastic paramedic who offers his, offers his time every year and drives his, truck, his six-wheeler Land Cruiser over there. Uh, it's a beast. So he, he comes up, he ran a, a first aid course for as many crew as one of last week and paid for it himself. Wow. Um, I, I actually think that these people come along because they're good people. Yep. And I think um, some of these people have been, um, have been touched by asbestos um, with, through their families. Um, but I, I actually think that the challenge of doing the run, or just wanting to help somebody get through something like this, um, or just because they're bloody amazing people, yeah. uh, I, I don't think you could. It could it could be any cause, but if you're not a good person, I don't really think you want to do it.
0: Yeah. Is that what you found? Have you found doing this has changed your perspective on on, on the human race on on, on what? people really are like
1: yes yes I, I think um, you know speaking before about politics we it's very easy to find a negative in anything yeah um, and, and I I say to these guys every year I challenge you to go home and explain what this runs about um, we we turn up as a group of friends and we go home a family you'll, you'll find all of these people will be in touch and for, for a long time probably yep. the rest of their lives yeah and, right um, some people come together that you wouldn't you just wouldn't think would gel and they go home and you know they're still they're coming back this year because they want to catch up with them as well uh, as well as doing as doing the event so yep.
0: 3 a.m tomorrow yes. morning Friday yep. you head off from here in the Nango yep. and head on the rail trail how long do you expect this to take
1: so I think tomorrow's about. Uh, 110 kilometres. Yep. Um, I, I don't actually know how long to... It's normally 18, 19 hours the okay. first day. Um, tomorrow... Hang on. Be a...
0: 18 or 19 hours yep. running on the first day? Yeah, so... Okay.
1: We, we try and keep people together as much as we can. So, especially up north, because you're on the roads as well, yes. we have to stay tight. On the rail trail, will be a little bit different. Yep. We can spread out a little bit. But you, you want it to be a journey for group, not yep. just a journey of... Let's see how fast I can get through. We we can make it a race, but I don't think it has the same. Don't think it has the same meaning if if you're not kind of bonding. Yep. Um, so we plan to get into ballistic pub, pub. Yep. Yep. At uh, at two or three pm on Sunday. Yes. Um, so that's a 60 kilometre day. Yep. Um, and then hopefully I've got the energy to lift that pint glass. Oh,
0: look, if not, surely someone someone will. (laughs) I'll get a straw. (laughs) (laughs) Or just have it in shot glasses instead of a schooner, you know, just to make sure you can get it down.
1: Just on the Nanango thing, um, we we were looking for a route that was going to be about the distance, and it it actually turns out, I think it's within 500 metres of of the route up north. Right. And we were trying to find something that had a bit of meaning, and being a coal mining town, when we drove in and we, we already knew this but i didn't know where it was in town when we drive into mooranbar there's a big red dragline bucket as yep. you drive into town so the whole team gets a, a photo in the drag line bucket and as i drove in today i had this nice smile just thinking there it is
0: how can people donate yes that's so we, that's my mo- that's probably the most important part of this yeah how, so how do people
1: trailtriumph.com.au. Yep,
0: we'll chuck the What's links that? in all our yep. socials
1: um, you can have a look at the Trail to Triumph Facebook page as well. We've got our um, our heavily moustached gentleman over there, Neil. Who's our social media? guy. I just
0: saw Neil uh, coming in and have a look. Have great great moustache, moustache yes. great moustache. Yeah,
1: super. Jealous. Super, super nice guy. Um, really talented guy. Um, so yeah, you can if you if you go to the, the Facebook page. Yep, we'll chuck
0: all the links uh, in our socials for can, that you as can well. Have a
1: look there, and we you know with with COVID this year, we're happy to be having an event. Yep. So. Um, Yes, we would love to receive donations. I think um, I think what is most important is that people have a look at the dangers of asbestos and, and dust diseases yep. um, and, and share it with your friends. So share our page, um, you know, have a look at what asbestos is going to do to you or, or, or silica type stuff. Um, that's the most important thing. We can raise $10 million, but if you go and renovate your house and it's got asbestos in it, the $10 million isn't going to save you. Yep. So. Um, yes as much as we'd love to receive some funding uh, some donations you know just just having a look and looking out for your mates as well and your family and 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 having a discussion about I'm going to renovate I need to make sure that the house is safe to be renovated. So.
0: I Just to finish up what's probably one thing we can do to I guess uh, reduce the risk of um, Uh, lung diseases uh, from dust or asbestos and that sort of stuff. Be aware,
1: be aware, and if if you're a builder and you're working in dust, use a ventilation system. Um, If if your house has asbestos in it and you need to make changes, get the experts in to to fix it first, to to do what they need to do to remove the asbestos safely. Um, Just just be smart, have a read before you do anything. because once we we don't know a minimum level um but you know how many fibers of asbestos does it take to cause mesothelioma i don't know um and, and i don't think that's important i think if we don't go near it we're going to be okay
0: yep matt Britton, thank you so much good luck um, we'll follow you along, We'll put, like I said, we'll put all um, these links in our socials, and uh, thanks for spending some time with us on the Mar 2 Review and us today. No
1: worries, thank you so much for your time, appreciate
0: it. When we travel through the Burnett, we like to drive with our partner, Bill Karsena, your home of the Mazda BT50. This is the Mar 2 Review.